Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode one five one of the Hema Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So I talked a lot last week. So um, and I didn't hear any complaints from anybody. I was going to try to let you get to some of the stuff you had on your list. Nobody wants me to go on for an hour. <laughs> sure they do. Perhaps you know what people like. Uh, people like to throw stones. So perhaps that'll be okay. That'd be all right with me. I would almost challenge someone that that was a stone thrower to say, hey, I would gladly hand over my podcast equipment or produce a podcast uh, hour long for any naysayer or any stone thrower that listens to our podcast and say, do your thing, man. I will yeah. produce a one-hour pod. It's, yeah. it's tough. No, I mean, I well, when I did the solo one, I, I went in fully knowing that. I just figured it was more for me than for anybody else. I was like, let me see if I can see how this feels. How'd it feel? It felt good up front. Good. It felt fine, yeah. It felt good for me. I'll do it again. I don't care. A strong nose and a weak back end. In <laughs> yeah, beer terms. That's ex- yeah, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. Um, if, I was to, if I was to describe it. So the most exciting news of this week is... You finally reared your ugly <laughs> head on Facebook. I popped out like a groundhog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how, why? I mean, you've, you've pretty much made it this far to 2017. Now, ever since I met you, which is probably, what, 2012? Wow, Something really? like that, 2013? Dang. It's, okay. been, it's been a while. I'll be damned. Um. You have not had a Facebook. No. I've never known you to have a Facebook. No, you I ain't really about Facebook that person. Life. At some point, you got on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, which was, was... I like Twitter a lot. I enjoy Twitter. You have Even a, though I rail against it. You too. have one full week on Facebook under your belt. So yeah. What do, you, what, what do you think? Yeah, I have roughly a week. Are you uh, ready to get off already? Dude, I don't under... Here's the thing. How many friends have you amassed already? I don't know. How do you check? <laughs> I'll have to look. I don't know. Probably like 30 or okay. something. Not. It's it's funny because a guy at work was like, hey, did you really get a Facebook or is that some sort of like, um, what do you, what do you call it? Like a, like a decoy or something? I yeah. guess he said that's the thing. Now people will get your name, your information and start one. And I was like. And they're but, always going to use the Eric Cartman picture. No, right. that's pretty much you. <laughs> well, I was like, to what end? Like, right. I thought it's maybe like to steal your information. He's like, no, just to like be a creep. But, well, you know, I will say uh, there was a gentleman that I used to work with that uh, refused to be on Facebook. And I said, hey, you know, he was leaving uh, the company I worked for. And I said, hey, you need to be on Facebook because I, I want to keep in contact with you, but I don't want to call you or, or hang out with you. But it'd be nice to see what you're doing, you know, and we can communicate on Facebook. Yeah. And and that's how, you know, that was my nice way of saying, like, I want to keep in contact with you. I'm glad I knew you, but I really don't want to have any outside relationship. So this person said, uh, absolutely not. It was an older guy. He's like, I'm not going to do the Facebook thing. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, you've got 24 hours to produce your own Facebook or myself and the rest of the guys who still work here. will create a Facebook for you. Oh. He did not. We did. So you made one for him. We okay. made one for him and uh, he was not happy about it. Well, and of course, because we, I gave access to uh, like maybe five people to control it. And right away they went in for the kill and were, you know, this person's kids saw the Facebook and thought, oh, this is kind of cool. It's funny. I know these guys yeah. at my dad's work made this to joke on him. Yeah. And they were right away with like the worst jokes to saying the most horrible things. And That's the guy came like... back and was like, dude, my kids. And they're like, yeah, and? Should have yeah. made your own Facebook. We don't care. We gave you warning. Yeah, right. That's kind of like Wikipedia someone's life, right? right? Like right. it's like I'm going to put your life out there, except for I'm going to control like w- and that, what happens. That is a little bit more of the uh, the mind games, you know, the power. It's like, dude, you, yeah. you, you could either make one and we could be legitimate friends, or I'll just make a fake one of you and I'll be friends with that. Well, one. Well, I like that. That makes life a little more interesting, right? So this guy at work was like, he didn't think it was for real. He goes, because I saw your name. Uh, and I, but then I saw you had like nine friends or something. So he's like, oh, this must be bogus. So I guess what, what, what is the average real normal non-celebrity 
person's friend count? Um, do you think? I don't know. I I, I don't like know. If you had I, to, I, if I you think had I probably have guess. maybe like two hundred. Okay, hundred anywhere between. I would say maybe for a person my age, like forty years old, mm. I'd say anywhere from a hundred to two hundred. Okay, and that's 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 pretty wide, but I mean, depending on how big your family. is. Well, it's funny because I feel like I'm approaching this from a different light. I I think a lot of people get at Facebook and. I may be wrong, but I feel like they want to get in there and get as many friends. Like, oh, I know that dude. I know that person. And amass this big friend collection. I'm kind of going in the opposite. Like, I have 223 friends. Okay. Okay. So we'll call that the average. Um, people will request it of me. Like, first of all, I'm not seeking anyone out. And people will request it of me. And I kind of look at it for like four or five days. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. You have 83 friends. I do? Yeah. No way I have yeah. 83 already. Look right there under the blue thing. Dude, I said yes to 83 people already. <laughs> See, this this is my problem. Like, I, I want to keep it. My Facebook account is kind of like how, like, some women say, like, the, the amount of people they slept with. I'm, like, trying to keep it uh, low as as low as possible. Like, I – and not, not for any, like, hipster snarky reason. I just I, – I was thinking about this, too, when I was getting friend requests. And please don't misconstrue this as, like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm getting – it's Facebook. Everyone gets friend requests. I get that. But it was, like – um how do you explain to somebody like I like I, I I uh I like you in real life. Like when we see each other we'll talk. You can even call me or text me if you want, but I I, I just don't want to be Facebook friends with you. <laughs> like how do you broach that subject? Because most people, like you said, it's the opposite. Like, look, I don't you don't need to be calling me, you ain't gotta stop by, but I'll check your family photos. Well, I'm gonna teach you something here. So there's a way to be friends with people on Facebook, but you don't have to necessarily follow them, which means they're like technically Twitter? your friend. No, it's different than Twitter. They're they're your friend, and they believe that you're seeing their post, but you can unfollow them so nothing that they write ever comes up unless you physically go to their page. It won't come up. They in don't the know that. They won't. No, they don't know oh. that. Oh, that's glorious. Yeah, because some people are are super obnoxious, especially people with new babies, people with new dogs, mm-hmm. even worse, uh, people with no babies and dogs, or people with uh, old dogs, people with old dogs, people that dress their dogs up for the different seasons, people, people that, that dress call their, their dogs, dogs up fur as... babies, people that, you know, all that kind of crap. Dressing their dogs up as babies. Yeah. Yeah. And their babies like dogs. They do the Chris, the seasonal car picture, you know, cause you used, it used to be that people would send Christmas cards. Right. And now they do a seasonal picture as you know, on their face for their, yeah. to change your Facebook. And it, it'll be like, you know, the dog wearing a, a Christmas wreath around his neck or right. some stupid. Right, you know. right, right, right. I've seen the so, other favorite team. You realize right away when you're look, you realize right away when you're looking at somebody's Facebook and like just flipping through their pictures and, and looking at who they like and what they like and who they're friends with. If you mm-hmm. should or shouldn't be friends with, or if you would outside of the virtual world, if you could really be friends. Well, with I have person. to learn how to navigate the settings. It's so funny because I feel like I'm like, I feel like I just showed up with like a microwave oven mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, everybody, check it out. I got this microwave. It cooks popcorn super fast. You can make pizza puffs super fast. And everyone's like, yeah, we know. Like, yeah, we've been on this since 2007. Yeah. Like my whatever. aunt who only, I got an aunt who pretty much just goes home hospital casino. She's had a Facebook forever. Well, so it's weird for me to even ask people about it because they're like, yeah, dude, it's Facebook. Like nobody cares or we all know, but I don't know about the settings. Because like I said, I'll be friends with anybody and they can check on me and I'll check on them occasionally, be friends. But what I mean by I don't know if I'm ready to be Facebook friends with you is um, I don't need – here's the thing. I, I what The way it looks to me right now is I'm seeing everything, everyone that I'm friends with, I'm seeing everything that they like, mm-hmm. which is crazy talk to me. Like on Twitter, if you like something – all your followers don't see it. Right. Unless, Unless they, they go to your profile and go to what you like. Right. Well, that's how it's set up now. So I'm like, whoa, whoa, dude. It's it's, it's like, an, it's, dude, it's too much. You it's, ever I'm seen getting... those videos and maybe because you're new to Facebook, you haven't, but the kids with the uh, the baby or the four-year-old that gets the cochlear implant and all of a sudden he can hear for the first time and he's like, whoa, oh, that's how oh, like you them. are. Yeah. You know, in this scenario where like, you know, all of a sudden somebody that never had sight before is able to see and they <laughs> yeah, lift the bandages for... off and you're like. I'm here. I'm seeing way too much input right yeah. now. I need to like slow it down to get some blinders on. Well, because... picture like they took the bandages off and like I was surrounded by like Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> and and like uh, the record store guy mm-hmm. and like I I also couldn't smell before and now I'm in like a a a, a, yeah, gotcha. a, a reptile emporium. It's way too much. At Did once. you have a MySpace? No, never even did the MySpace thing. No, I think for my band or something. 
Okay. Yeah, and we probably had a, a account for for my band, but no, I didn't. So it's 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 a lot to take in. So I need to cut it down. I like the idea that I can. I want it, basically. I got it because my boss at work was like, they have this group with just the employees at my work, and when when something comes up, when there's um when there's overtime or when there's extra trucks to be loaded or whatever, um, they will send it out on this group. It's a way better idea than do. I can't stand group text messages. It's the worst. So right. at least the Facebook group, you could set it to don't like you know don't alert my don't make my phone ring or vibrate. I'll it just when I go to Facebook, I'll see it. Yeah, it's than, just the people at my at at my store. So and yes, I know you can do that with group messages, but still, it's annoying. Right. So he keeps saying like, "Hey, I let everybody know that you need to come in on Friday," and I'm like, "Well, I didn't." How do I? He's like, "Well, I put it on there, Stoneball. You got you got to get a Facebook." So eventually, uh, between that and the podcast, I eventually uh, succumbed and I gave in. So I have it. I don't know what I'm doing with it. So if if somebody does friend request me and I don't do it back, it's quite possible because I didn't see it or don't know. Because well, I really don't know how to navigate. It made it. me it made me laugh because you you like your first post was sort of like, "Hey everybody, I'm here. Like, what's going on?" Like, and it was, everybody was just like, "Hey, eh, whatever, man." Like, you, know, you, you came up. you came busting through the door and everybody like turned and looked and then went right back to doing what they were doing. I'm like, like <laughs> I'm like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumb and Dumber when he walks out of that 7-Eleven. He's like, "Hey, big gulps, huh?" The only difference, well, or one of the biggest differences between Twitter and Facebook is is when you post a picture of your kids on Twitter, You'll get two or three mostly female Twitter followers to like your kids' pictures or whatever. Mm. Uh, but on Facebook, you'll have every single friend that will like your picture because they expect that you're going to like their kids' picture when they post a picture of their kids. So there's more there's politics a lot of, involved. There's a lot of quid pro quo. There's a lot of because your family outside of your brother is not on Face or Twitter, right? Right. But everybody's on Facebook. Right. Is your mom on Facebook? No. Okay. So everybody but your mom is on Facebook. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of, of quid pro quo. You're going to have to like their kids. You're going to look and you're going, I don't really care about this stupid, but you'll like it anyway because you know that they'll know that you came up on your timeline and you're a real SOB if you didn't like their kid's picture or picture of their, uh, you know, their dumb uh, whatever. I think I'm going to do a social experiment and just, uh, my wife does this too because she was showing me a little bit how to use it. She's got like a billion friend requests. Mm-hmm. She just leaves in there. She doesn't even look. Like, she goes, yeah, my, my face, she's like, my Facebook manners are awful. She's like, I just, I just don't, she's there like in a completely uh, voyeuristic fashion. She just goes and looks at a few things. I, know, I send her a out. bunch of private messages. I get nothing. Nothing. How many DPs <laughs> did you send her before? And you're like, she just, I, she barely not getting them. No, or, I'm like, I, I can clearly see that she sees them, but no response. So I don't know if it's good, if it's bad. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how she's, you're like, and bum, you haven't said anything to me about it. Bum so. titties circle. Yes or no. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think if I'm you gonna, like, reply with thumbs up. If you don't, delete me. I'm gonna try her method a little bit and just uh, I I can't, I can't have Twitter and Facebook and go through liking tit for tat. I just can't do it. Okay, boss man. But you gotta check this out. This is where things get a little <laughs> cat, hairy. Daddy. And you're gonna see people out in the real world mm. that have asked you to be Facebook friends, mm. and they're going to expect because of the common courtesy. Now maybe they know your wife's a little stiff. Okay, mm. you're not that guy. You cannot do. You think you can do this, but you can't because yeah. being that she is who she is and and she's a woman, no no Palooka Joe from around town is going to come up and be like, hey, why didn't you? You know, you think you're better than me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They will do that to you. Okay, right. so someone's going to say, oh, will you leave me in uh, you know in purgatory for two weeks here? You know, who you think you are? Yeah. You're not going to be my friend. Then I just dis- when someone really annoys them, you, like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. I just did, like rejected it. Well, they'll see that. Because what'll happen is, oops, if I request you, okay, uh-huh. it'll show on my side requested. It'll say requested. So if I go back two weeks later and you still haven't answered, it'll still have the request button already pushed in. It'll say requested. It'll let me know you haven't got around to it yet. If you disregard it, it'll highlight it back to where I can push it again and ask you to be friends. Mm. So then it'll let me know that you've disregarded my friend request. Well, maybe I'm a bit of a realist. I look at it. And uh, I remember my brother Nate. This my, is ridiculous that I'm explaining to you, and all the listeners are like, "Yeah, why? Are, why are we going?" Twenty minutes gonna, later, yeah, yeah, we know how. But like, we turn this, this episode off because we're very okay. clear on how Facebook right, well, but works. But I, but I just will leave with this. I'm a bit of a realist. Like, I some people that would give me a, fa- uh, a Facebook request, I go, "Why? What do you want to be my friend for?" It's not like I'm too good for you. I'm like, "What do you want that for?" People are nosy. 
And people, yeah, it's like, just one of those things that people are... You have 20 years. How, how interested could you possibly be in me? It's no different than when you run into a guy at a bar that you knew from junior high or high school that you're like, you know, you, you just remember him. Like, you have no... Yeah, but there it's like, it's courteous. Like, you got to say hi. That's how him. it is here. But no, but people want to catch up. People want to catch up. They just want to... Because you'll see nah, people yeah. pop onto your page and you'll be like, oh, this guy wants to be my friend. And it, by in 24 hours later, he won't be your friend anymore. You just wanted to see what you're up to, what you got going on. Well, and also, like... My wife's on Facebook, so she'll see yeah, what I post is. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, on Twitter, she's not on Twitter. So on Twitter, dude, I tweet every time I fart or cough. I think it's funny. I just I put stuff out that I know is ignorant or just I don't know. It's almost like a uh, Twitter is more like a uh, like a like a journal entry. Like you just write something dumb real quick. Uh, but if I overuse, if I do that on Facebook, she'll be like, "You post too much," and I, you know, because well, I mean? now she's monitoring it, right? So yeah, <laughs> you're like, you're not Tom from MySpace. I don't. Know I have you. her there to constantly remind me. No one cares. <laughs> So it's like that helps out. I could see her like, hey, you just posted this thing. Take it down. It's stupid and ignorant. But most importantly, I don't care about Facebook that much because it's it's not manly. And I want to tell you something. Uh, A week or two ago, we were talking about, I don't know if we were talking about what we drove around listening to. Tony Robbins. I think it stemmed off from Tony Robbins. Yeah, I definitely don't drive around listening to that. Right. But you said, this is what I drive around listening to. And you tweeted out some, some pictures of... Oh, here we go. What? Of some cassette tapes from uh Oh yeah, yeah, Tony Tony Blower. Tony Blower cassette yeah. tapes. And I, I used to like, listen to that. And I was like, what is this? What's he talking about? And then that guy hit you back and he's yeah, like, Yeah, you can find him here. Well, guess who spent the money and bought a bunch of Tony Blower? Have you heard it yet? Oh, dude. Have I heard it yet? Yeah, I listened to it tons. It I could I had two cassettes and I do you I have four. Can you see what they I'll, are? Let me show what you what the names of the ones I had were. Uh, I and this I, hit. This, I don't know what you have, but I can tell you what I have because I think I it think might the be the same thing. Bulletproof mind I had. Um, they they basically he had individual ones, but he sells it as a four pack. It's a uh, the cerebral self defense, yeah, yeah. cerebral uh, metacognition, yeah, 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 defense, and a performance performance enhancing. I don't want to click on so, it because it might play. Let it. me ask you, what made you? Uh, why like you looked at that that's not self-help in the way that most people think <laughs> it's self-help for for a, a maniac like myself mm, well uh and so you just you without I won't totally or did disagree. you research it first or did you just take the plunge and go i no, gotta see what i was this like who is this dude i was like who is this dude and i watched him a couple things on youtube and i was like oh my god this guy's right i was like if i got attacked by by someone with a knife well, in an alley before you go there, oh my explain, God. explain what it is. Tony Blower is, uh, I guess, here, I will, let me, I'll start here. Um, it says, uh, just this little little quote thing, it says, um, A little blurb on his website. Your body and mind already know how to fight. There is a behaviorally based protective system hiding inside every single person. We are all human weapons. By integrating simple, safe, natural biomechanics, you will possess a protective system based on how you, a human, Moves and reacts to danger. This guy is basically he. From what I gather, as a young child, he was obsessed with. Uh, he said, as a real young child, he was obsessed with getting beat up, getting beaten up. So he told his dad, "What should I do?" And his dad says, "Karate. You gotta know karate, judo." So he starts taking all his karate and judo. And as he gets older, he gets way into it. So he's made it his life's mission to not just do karate, but to teach people how to um, defend themselves and not just not just physically, but mentally. And so as I'm listening to this stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Now I understand. Well, now I understand why, uh, now I understand why Dave attacks the way he does sometimes. I get it. I like it. So I started looking more into him and the more I, he, he, he talks a lot about stuff is fear-based and he's like, what are you afraid of? Like you're afraid of losing, right? So he gets really into that. So, uh, and, and I won't go too deep into it, but a lot of it, I, same way when I watched Tony Robbins because I'm a sucker for everything. Same thing. I was I was listening to it and I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. No, I should just rip a guy's throat out. What what do you got to lose? <laughs> I should rip his throat out or at least gouge his eyes. Think about it. And he starts thinking, you you have children in your home. What do you do if you're attacked? And I'm like, that's right, I do. I should kill somebody today if possible. You know. <laughs> so I start listening to it a lot and uh, I've been I uh, I checked out the YouTube videos and a little bit on his website. Uh, that day I bought the four pack. It was like thirty five bucks for like a hey, Tony Blower. You should probably send me the stuff that I had on tape on CD just as a uh, as a thank you to, to yeah, as like a I'm just teasing. like a finder, right? Fee. But it, Tony it, Blower would say you do it for you, t- Tony. It's cr- I don't even remember. Somebody gave me these tapes, 
And someone that I used to uh, to do jujitsu with was like, hey, check this dude out. He's got a lot of good stuff. And I don't even remember where I got it. Somewhere down in Indy, somebody gave it to me or something. And I remember putting him in my car because back then my car, I had a tape deck. And I was driving around and driving around and driving around for work. And I would listen on a loop. Like I'd, I'd put one side in, put the other side in, second tape, second side, constantly. Every night at least went Whoa. through both tapes probably for, for months did you did you not get tired of hearing the same thing? No, I mean, you because knew it was I was coming. I was buying into this philosophy to where I I was just as you should. I just, first of all, he's got a very soothing voice. I think he's Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. Hi, my name's Tony Blauer. I grew up in the '60s, watching riveted to the Green Hornet. Yeah, which I usually yeah. don't appreciate the accent so he's much. He's Canadian, but then there's like a dusting, and he spent a lot of time in California. I'm thinking, yeah, because I'm like a weirdo with accents. Right. I heard it and I was like, what is that last draw? Because it was like Keanu Reeves meets a Canadian. And I was like, I don't like this. I'm all about this. But He's like, go out there and get some bad guys. A, a, a lot of it is about, like you said, it's about mind preparation and and not putting yourself in a scenario where you're at a disadvantage. Like, I remember one scenario he tells a story about, like, I think he was like in a dojo and some dudes walked in and like, you know, kind of were, were talking to him. And he was thinking, oh, like, like I'm going to have to fight three. both of these dudes. Like, like and, Kid Part Yeah, three. and he basically made himself larger than, like, was just basically intimidated them back and was just like, we're going to do what we're going to do. Like, I've already committed to myself in my mind. We're fighting. That's happening. Yeah. And they eventually backed off. Because it's not of, even about, like, I care if I win so much. It's like, I don't care if, I'm, if I lose. Because that's already. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. What's at stake? Like, a lot of this, a lot of it, um, he's talking about, like, women who walk out to their car and, and, you know, have their headphones on and are basically creating, making themselves targets. Mm-hmm. Putting themselves in situations where, like, you're, you're completely not paying attention to your surroundings. Um, and you're just prey for any predator that's out there. So, a lot of it is just, you know talking about preparing your mind for battle. Yeah. Yeah. And it should be noted that it, he doesn't just do these cassettes and talks. He also teaches the physics, the, the physicality of it. He teaches self-defense classes and all that. But for our female listeners, I would say, uh, this sounds like it's a guy thing. It's, it's really not. Cause a lot of it is geared toward, toward women. And a lot of times women are victims because they will put themselves in a spot where it's like, they can be victims. He talks a lot about, um, about how, People that have been uh, uh, assaulted or something like that, he said the ones that fought back have uh, less PTSD and stuff like that because they because uh, nothing nothing damages you worse than feeling like you didn't fight back. Right. It's like that's you're for, always I, a victim. Dude, like, I mean, yeah. this kid wanted to fight me when I was like eight years old or something, and that time I was like, I didn't want to fight. I was like, mm. and so I like talked my way out of it. I was like, no, I still want to. I just don't feel like it. Like. Pfft. Fighting's dumb, and like I walked away, and I felt like a humongous pussy. I'm, th- I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm 36. All right, it still haunts you. I'm 36, and if I ever see that dude, I have to. I just, on, on principle, I have to just jack him, or I have to, I have to clinch him and just drill, drill, drill. I have to, but no, dude, it's it, Corolla talks about it once in a while too. So, ding. Uh, but um, dude, seriously, like getting getting defeated or, or losing or getting beat up is is not uh, enjoyable, but like uh, being a puss lasts forever. You know, in my lifetime, uh, I'm not a big Tony Robbins guy, but but Tony Blower is one of these guys. Like I said, I, I, w- I was buying into uh, to everything this guy was saying, and I, I just made it a part of my my everyday life at that point in time to listen to these tapes over and over and over again. Also, there's a guy named Colonel David Grossman, and this guy is another person, sort of in, on the in the same vein where he wrote a book called On Combat. He wrote a book called on, on Killing. Guy? On Killing, okay. yeah. And I actually. I made it my goal to take a class or, or hear one of the, both of them speak live at some point. Right. And I saw uh, Colonel Grossman last year. Did and it you was, really? it, it was like easily one of the best, I don't know. I think it was four hours, four hours I ever sat through. No um, way. That's and cool. it, it was pretty much just, it was, it was, it was, it talked about any, everything from he, he was uh, pushing a new book he wrote called, uh, I think stop, stop teaching our kids to kill. And the book oh, was pri- that a video game. Yeah, the book concept? primarily centers around like, hey, if all, you know, we're 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 providing all this uh, this input to our children, this violent input, whether it be Grand Theft Auto or, or, or and, and the studies have shown that you know these kids nowadays they're looking, they have a video game, you know, their screens as big as a movie theater, as big as yeah. a human head, and they're constantly looking down the the, the sight of mm-hmm. a gun 
at a target, and that's why they're 360 no scope and, and 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 sniping people, and they do it with such ease. They they raise the gun up and they're on target within seconds. They're taking oh. out multiple adversaries. So, you know, when if they decide to to do something heinous, looking down, looking through a gun is so they're separated themselves from from reality. Yeah, so because plus through the sheer repetition, it's not. The shock value that it may have is not above and beyond the uh, "stop teaching our kids to kill" segment. He talked a lot about um, you know soldiers and the effect on um, killing, on seeing people get killed, on PTSD. How uh, you know different things affect the body before you fight, while you fight, and what happens after you fight. And uh, like I said, I, I would love to uh, to see Tony Blower or take t- just take a class from him because I, I think that uh, yeah yeah it'd it be would, super it be, interesting it you know cool. it'd be very cool. So I've been into that this week, but then that Brett, I also follow him on Snapchat. That well, I don't I don't. Why would he do that? Why not? Uh, see, now I'm going to he's start, a person. Now I'm going to start the doubt. He's a person. Now, people on Snapchat aren't people. You here? You know what? This is a guy who took you know whatever seven <laughs> years to get on <laughs> Facebook. And, and I'm already you know, regretting yeah. it. No, Snapchat's the next evolution for you. Mm, I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> this this uh, this branched off to now something that I've constantly railed against. I can't see myself doing it. Snapchat? But I, no, but after listening to, to Tony Blauer, how can I not do CrossFit? How can I not do it? I don't he, know. I, I listen he's to Tony Blauer. I don't do CrossFit. Tony Blauer is about that life. He's about all his, his stuff is integrated with CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well... If he's the guru, if he says do it, I got to do it. It's not up to me anymore. Well, and I mean, part just, of it is up to you because it's $100 a month. For CrossFit? Yeah. Ugh. Okay, I think I found a way how I could not be into CrossFit. <laughs> I mean, I think you can get the workouts online. I know for a fact you can get them online. Sure. But I think part of the CrossFit is Dude, being the gym is part of this. A month? Like, yeah. Oh, God. But, but, I'll but, just go to the Baptist Church. But being part of that, like, I consider it a uh, a, a cult. Sure. You know, the CrossFit yeah. cult or whatever. I think that's part of the experience because you have other people around you that are motivating you. And, and this is the part and, I don't want. But, yeah, but I, I was like, too. if this dude's into CrossFit, why can't you just get into martial arts instead of CrossFit? I can. Okay, and that's, that's way also, cheaper. Yeah, is it okay? Yeah. Well, I, the point is, I'm pretty. I just start. I need to start getting punched in the face more or something. It's I will gladly oblige you. I'm right. in my new house. I'm have a giant basement, and I would love to choke you into submission as many times as possible. You know what? As weird as it sounds, I might love to have you punch me in the face and choke me into submission because I'll be like, well, that's over. Now uh, the hard part's over. You know what I mean? I'm about facing the fears these days. Uh, I once saw, uh, you ever see the show Joe's versus Pros? Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about this and stop me if we have. Uh, but we've brought it uh, a couple Joe's there, there's, uh <laughs> I always laugh because I look at these guys that are, you know, the, the couch potato athletes who sit there and they're like, my brother-in-law is big on this. Oh. Today we had a family dinner. His wife is a uh, softball coach in, for a high school softball team. And he was saying, he basically made a comment that he could hit a college level or saw a varsity level senior pitcher, softball pitcher, uh, that throws 75 miles an hour softball. Hmm. Uh, he, out of 10 pitches, he originally said he could hit every, make contact on every single one. And we were talking about like, you know, first of all, you're not going to come up. You know, you played Little League. That's the last time you swung he must a bat. Think he must think they're really bad. He's 36 years Well, he just basically said, there's no way that a, a teenage girl is better than me at anything. <laughs> then, wow. this is, this well, this how is about how crazy doing it got. eyebrows? This, this is how crazy it got. I then said, suggested to him, well, let me ask you this. Could you return, if you had three matches, how many balls could you return in fair territory on Serena Williams? And he sat there and thought about it, and I said, "You're, why are you? Your answer should have immediately serve, been like, right? yeah, just, just a return, yeah, she just gave? a return." Oh my god! Yeah, if the answer is anywhere near anything other and than zero. And he's like, and he looked at me and said, "You don't think I'm a grown man? You don't think I could return one?" I go, "No, no, no. This is what these people do every single day." I would, you, I would say that a high school senior, just tennis player, I don't think he could return one. I would agree. So, like one that didn't make uh, sectionals. <laughs> So my sister-in-law is going to actually set him up. When we we did talk about this years ago. Oh, please film this. To uh to have the after the season's over so nobody gets <laughs> We're gonna hurt. Get you don't Venus want some, Williams. You don't want their, their star busy. pitcher to to take an injury, you know, doing a dare for us, but okay. after the season's over, uh he gets to swing 10 times and make 
contact or swing on a, a, a hittable pitch 10 times. Oh. And we, we decided that he would hit under, I think I said under four. Um, and he is confident that he will, he's going to put some over the Gotta fence. Film it. Gotta it's ridiculous. It's, yeah, fence. it's ridiculous. Now he's not just going to make contact. He's going to go yad. He also, yeah, he's also says, you know, I could, he could kick a 50 yard field goal and he could, <laughs> and, and again, he hasn't done anything athletic since, you know, little league. How is there people like that? And then people like me is like, I don't think I'd come close ever. I'm but, awful. But the, so what brings me to pros versus Joe's and we were talking about martial arts is there was one episode where the Joe's. So the concept is, is these guys that it's, it's professional athletes and these guys that are basically like, you know, the studs around their neighborhood. Right. But they're a little bit older, like in their mid twenties, maybe played college ball or whatever, still think they have what it takes to be professional athletes, mm. but obviously they don't because they're mm. not. And they pit them. Uh, all three guys are competing against each other and they have to go up against professional athletes in those professional athletes, particular sport on this one season. I know before the one I talked about was Romanowski where a guy was mouthing off to uh, Bill Romanowski yeah, yeah, of the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but th- this is an even better one. Two of them. The first one was these guys had to get in a uh, UFC ring and they had to see who could get submitted the least amount of times in five minutes in fighting Randy Couture. Oh, and Jesus so Christ. I'm thinking like this is Randy was probably just retiring from the sport, but he's retiring from the sport of fighting other dudes who the are best. at the top of their game the best, and are yeah. 20 years old. And he's probably in his 40s at this time, right? Mm. He's now these Joes are in there, and I laugh because, and I know it's there's it's it's part of being a show, but yeah. they're talking smack. Yeah, and he he's not a very nice person when it comes to that sport in particular. Like, yeah, he's a good good dude to interview or whatever, but he, he's mean and nasty when it comes down to it. And he yeah. pulled zero punches. He went in there to humiliate and hurt as bad as he could all three of these guys, and it was it it, it's, it blew my mind because I sit there and listen to my brother in law, and I guarantee you. I could coax him into a fight with Randy Couture or Chuck Liddell or whoever it is where he'd be like, well, I could at least, I could at least take, you know, a couple of, of, of face shots from like, this dude, guy. His, yeah. his, his jab isn't what it used to be. Just look out for the yeah, right. Watch out for the too. right We're hand. We're both older. Just watch out for the right hand. But another one was uh, three guy. the three Joes had to uh, last, I think, a round with Roy Jones Jr. And I'm like, oh, this is just crazy. This is crazy. And this was, you know, Roy Jones 15 years ago. So he was like, you know, probably still fighting, you know, but I was like, I mean, fighting good, but, uh, it always amazes me how stubborn some dudes are. Like you say, like, I don't think I could do anything right. And you're right. There are these other guys out in the world who, no, no, I meant you were right in saying that there are other guys out in the world who you could not convince them. So for those people, you get me to guy like me and I say, I will. I will make this happen. We will get you out on the baseball field, I know how softball to get things field. Done. Yeah, you will be. I think it's forty-five feet away from the oh, uh, a softball right. pitcher. And I said the ball goes up instead of down. So remember that because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I don't even need a helmet. I was like, yeah, you should probably. They throw helmet. that hard and they're so close. Yeah, so a seventy-five mile an hour pitch from forty-five mile, forty-five like... feet away is it's hundred miles an hour. I bet you if you if you broke it down. Yeah, how I'm, fast? I'm it sure gets they to you. got the split as to how much time you have to make the decision, but it's got to be not less long, than a especially when you're not used to the mechanics of how a softball is released. Because they do that, huh? and they, you know what I mean. It's like a oh, quick, yeah. and it's pop. It's just it's, it's. You don't see the same shoulder rotation. <laughs> yeah, that you, you don't know what the hell is happening. Yeah, I don't know. I hope he gets his knees buckled. To be honest with you. So I do recommend that people check out uh, Tony Blower. I think really. In, Sorry to take away from Tony. No, Sigma. not at all. But uh, for people that aren't familiar, I was not familiar, with, uh, and I would challenge you to instead of I'm like a spokesperson for him now. We should get my brother-in-law to fight Tony Blower. That'd be great. That'd be great. He's he said Chris Bryant wasn't handsome. Go yeah. get him. Go get him. Just like smack talk about uh. Cubs or something. So yeah, uh, check him out because it's 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 cool and it's uh, it's 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 all it's a new it's so so it's a new thing. I started getting B L A U E R. Yeah, Tony Blower. I think it's at Tony Blower on on Twitter. If you just Google Tony Blower, you will end up in the right spot. I'm sure. But it it got me down this it got me down this rabbit hole of like. Okay, face your fears, kind of thing like that, because I think that's sort of what's intended to do. So I started thinking about, well, if I do this, okay, I gotta do, I gotta do CrossFit. I gotta, I gotta start chopping wood more. I gotta build that clubhouse I keep talking about. So I, to- I said I gotta figure out what it is to be 
um, uh, this dude is the epitome of a, a manly oh, dude, yeah. which yeah. seems to be the theme every week of me trying to find out how to be manly. So that's also the theme this week. And so, so funny. I, here's what you need to do is anything that you normally naturally think, do the opposite of that. Is it like, uh, <laughs> did they do that in Seinfeld? Didn't he like, like go against yes. every one of George, your, every instinct yes. he had. <laughs> that's what it's like. So I said, I, I asked my wife tonight before I came here, I said, Hey, I'm trying to do this little. Trying to do a little thought experiment on what it is to 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 be manly. I know I'm not the first one. I go. So, wh- what what do you think it is to be manly? She goes. I don't know. Ask Nick, <laughs> because Nick's always posting. He's the guy who was on the show before. He always posts pictures of him with uh, shooting guns and doing CrossFit. And she's like, "That's like that's. I mean, if that's what you're looking for, then then you have to do stuff like that, right? Because then I was like, oh shit. I go. Well, but what about uh, what about us? She's like, I don't know. I don't know about the other. So. Basically, I'm gonna have to find See out Nick. what he's doing and and do yeah do all the manly stuff. I didn't take that for uh, an acceptable answer. I refuse to believe it. Although I was convinced she's on the right path, so I googled it. You googled what Nick does? What Nick does dot com. <laughs> That's a new site I'm making. No, I literally googled uh, what it. Uh, I can't say literally because I don't know what it is. I googled how to be manly because I got I got to figure this <laughs> out right. So listen. Because I know. This is the most unmanly thing I've done. I know. No, but I did it for the show. I, 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 I said, I know. I just walk around and just be me. And that pretty much covers it. But here is what wikihow.com tells you. And, I, and I'm going to, you're going to get to look at yourself in the mirror in this as well. It says, uh, part one of three, becoming the manly male. Number one is get fit. Okay. <laughs> Many uh, manly men don't have to look like Conan the Barbarian, but they do need to take care of their bodies. Fellow men and women alike admire strength and athleticism, athleticism, yada, yada, yada. It says lift weights, cardio, get, get, get fit, right? That's number one. So Yo. how you feeling already? Me? Yeah. You, I mean, are you agreeing with it? You think that makes sense? Are you setting me up? No, I'm just like, do you think <laughs> yes, that makes sense? Can you be like... It makes like, sense. That can, can you, make you feel manly. However, okay. you, you can also feel manly and not be in shape. <laughs> That's just for okay. the record. All right. I'm just telling you, what, I didn't right. write this article. I make babies, dude. All right? <laughs> One of each, fool. Um, number two, relish responsibility. Real men don't I run. relish. <laughs> it says, number three, relish on hot dogs. That's weird. <laughs> it says, real men don't run from challenges or try to shirk their obligations. Rather, they take pride in being reliable and responsible. Um, and then it goes on to say some other stuff. But I don't take responsibility for reading the entire article. Uh, number three, be a sexual dynamo. Okay. That's, yes. pretty, that's pretty self-explanatory. No, I agree. Uh, number four, improve your emotional health. Now, see this? I almost feel like it's unmanly. I don't know. You listen to your fair share of Nirvana. Well, how does that... It's, it's emotional, isn't it? It says improve your emotional health. Oh, I mean, does that, that mean, like, don't be such Kurt a... Cobain arguably baby? shot himself. His emotional health is probably not, the, the, you know, as good as it could be. However, when I think improve your emotional health, I think, like... Go Tony to a, Blower. Go, go to a shrink, whine and pine about your feelings. That doesn't Tony seem... Robbins, Tony Blower, you're good. Okay. You got that. You got it. You could check that box. So, uh, you know, assuming assuming I, I uh, won't get into being a sexual dynamo, I am, and, and I do like relish. So I'm four for four, the way I look at it right now. Those are the only tips it gave you? No, that was oh, one okay. through four. Okay. Number five, sharpen your intellect. Guess who's been writing down vocabulary words for the past year and reciting them to people that don't want to hear them? Who? This guy. Oh, okay. Many men aren't just sexy, strong brutes. They're clever as well. You and Ioni Sky from, uh, <laughs> uh, what's, what's that movie with John Cusack? You know, I haven't seen any movies with John Cusack. <laughs> where she writes, she, she highlights all the words in the dictionary. Say anything. High fidelity? Say anything. Yeah, where she highlights oh, yeah, every yeah. word in the dictionary. <laughs> And he's flipping through. I have seen that one. It's very She's good. She's like, yeah, I, I've highlighted the ones that I've looked up oh, every single right. the biggest that's dictionary right. in the world. Who is it? Uh, Keith Goff or Go, however we're saying on Twitter. I'm going to say uh, Go. I just like it better. He corre- He told you. I know, but I don't listen well. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> you didn't have to listen because he wrote it down in a tweet. I can't read at higher than <laughs> a third right. grade level. Well, Keith says when he gets to a word, he circles it or highlights it or whatever and writes it down. So I've been doing that. I took his tip and it's a good one. Um yeah, you did. As a, hey, hey yo. as a matter of fact, okay, uh, just the other day, I wrote down the word sanguine. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you. You have to look it up yourself in case you don't know it. So uh, number five, sharpen your intellect. Be that as it may. Six What's sanguine? Add blood to? 
Uh, to speak optimistically, mm. especially in a certain situations. Uh, <laughs> or add blood to. Don't ever use that word. Sanguine? presence. Yeah. I felt like I overused... Or I will exsanguinate you. <laughs> I overused the word ubiquitous, and after a while I started feeling douchey. I was like, that's... Yeah, it's a pretty douchey word. It's getting a little ubiquitous <laughs> how much I use it. Number six, developing... Uh, develop rewarding interpersonal relationships. That doesn't feel too manly to me. Mm, me neither. I feel like a manly dude comes home and like chops wood by himself. That doesn't. You don't need anybody except for you uh, and your axe. What about the barber shop, though? I mean, I feel when I leave the barber shop and my manly interpersonal relationships have have, have really, uh, you know what I mean. I'm, mm. I'm, I've had a lot of good interpersonal relationship at the barber shop like with you and the other male lines have uh, hung out in yeah, the den and like yeah. talked shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's. I mean, it says seek leadership roles in organizations, join sports teams. Uh, save your tenderest, most intimate emotions for your relationships, but be a rock on whom the more emotional can lean on. Number seven, be distinct. Uh, so you know, weird handlebar mustache. That uh, yeah, the 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 the, uh, the fedora or the ten oh, gallon dude. hat or the. Speaking of of be distinct, the um, what do you call the cannabis throwovers things? A baja. Bajas. <laughs> I went to Dairy Bell on thirty the other day in in Cherryville. Um, five teenagers walked in. All wearing the Baja. Same it's, colors? It's, what's that? Same colors. They got a Greenfields at the mall still or what? Dude, it, they're back. So the <laughs> That's fi- such a horrible look, man. The Phil Anselmo I, haircut is back. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, the Baja is back. The Chuck Taylors are back. It's like, it's like I never left. Mm. It's like I never left. So I feel good about that. Is it possible that you died? You just don't know it? God, this no is way. your heaven. <laughs> My heaven is me wicking how to be manly. <laughs> Send me to hell. Um, uh, do things that you like to do without considering what other people will think. If that's the case, then my brother Mark is the manliest dude I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Uh, and then it says maintaining your manliness, and it just repeats other stuff. Foster. Does your that mean like shaving your thighs or what? Uh, it means, yes, yes, <laughs> and uh, nether regions. It's a stay at your physical peak. Don't rest on your laurels. Continue to work out every day. Foster your curiosity. This guy could be super unmanly. I've been at my physical peak. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that all day. This is my physical peak. Okay. So, so if you feel if you're at the apex, I'm checking that box. And you're at the apex. Challenge yourself every day. All right. Enjoy competition. It's getting a little corny, but I just felt like I should look it up because listen, if Tony Blower's saying grab life by the gonads and yank hard in a manly fashion, and Tony Robbins is saying go out there and get it. So I'm trying my best to mentally go out there. Who would and, win in a fight between Tony Robbins and Tony Blower? Oh, Blower, he dominated mentally before he. Well, <laughs> no, well, yes. Yeah, I don't know if he would dominate him mentally, but physically he would. Tony Robbins is a big dude, but you, you were, you were. Uh, that is a pretty manly thing to do, is for you to go to the internet and find out how to be manly. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we don't have dads anymore, so unfortunately, rather you know, yeah, we're, we're kind of well, half here. the problem is if I asked my dad how to be manly as a kid, he would have been like, I don't know, I'm working on my train set. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> I uh, actually Googled something this week, too, which is less manly than you Googled, and it is... Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it is uh, 20... I asked <laughs> I asked Google, what are the worst names, <laughs> uh, surnames that any that a person could have? Don't know why I did it. Decided to look worst through... surnames. Like your, your last name. Okay. Uh, go ahead and highlight that. Um, <laughs> so this is what I came up with. And well, you tell in, me, I'm going to go down this in list. In Latin culture, there's, there's, there's family names, there's given names. It okay. can be very confusing. Well, if you highlight it, it won't be confusing anymore. But what we're going to do is go down this list and you tell me if, which of these names you would want to have the least. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, Mine. <laughs> Stombaugh. <laughs> Wiener. spot on list. Wiener. Wiener. Yeah. That's... Hitler. I don't know how many like Bruce Hitlers they have walking around, but no. I feel like you change your family name if if, if it's Hitler. My first name would be not related to Adolf. <laughs> uh, Dickman. That's not good, oh. but it, it's not good. Cox. You can get away with that because if you have an X. Yeah, of course. But still, <laughs> nobody spells it any other way, dude. For a last well, name, well, you can't get away with it if you spell it the other way. But if your last name is Cox, I'm gonna assume you're a sexy woman. All right, uh, butts. Mm. Mm. Is it a hard one? To it's, it's it's clean at least. It's like PG rated. Ball, ball. Yeah, uh, I would take it's that just out of the list. Once you, once you get through, past fifth grade, you're probably solid. Yeah, I would take that out of the list so far. Spunkmeyer. Oh, that's the cookies. So yeah, I'm in. Otis Spunkmeyer cookies are delicious. But you wouldn't mind being Ben Spunkmeyer. Uh, not if cookies are involved. 
Hooker. Oh, well, TJ Hooker. He pulled it off. Fokker. Oh, see, Ben still ruined that one for everybody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great head. No, ben that's Gr- the last one I want. Out of all, I'd rather be Hitler. <laughs> so so far, that's where we're at. Is Ben Greathead is the worst? Yeah. Uh, I think he might be a great uh, yeah. character on Game of Thrones if you were Sir Ben Greathead. Yeah, great head of the Blackwater. Uh, Highcock, no good either. Ben Highcock, which is what are we going with? Are we yeah. moving from Highcock to to uh, Greathead? No, I still would take Highcock over those ones because <laughs> I'd be like, at least I'm not Lowcock. Okay, so uh, well, someone would argue that it would probably be better. Not, uh, not when I'm at attention. But you are so 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 far. You're still gonna. You're still. Greathead is the worst. Greathead's the worst. These are Every real time. last names, so they're not just. Uh, uh, butt Ram. <laughs> ben, okay, I'd like to change it from Greathead to Butt Ram. Butt Ram. That's awful. Uh, Titsman. Because if uh, my I name think is Titsman's a great. Well, my first name is Ben. It would sound like past tense. Like you've been Butt Ram. That's. Oh man. Uh, Titsman. I think you you might consider one of your oh. buddies. Yeah. yeah, no, I would wear that with pride. That'd be fine. Uh, Donner? Like the Donner party? Yeah, I guess. I don't, that's not... Yeah. See, again, we, we immediately <laughs> you, were like, we're moving you'd past. Have to that's be, fine. You'd have to at least have browsed a history book. Grossman? Oh, that's okay. I mean, yeah. we had a quarterback for years, Rex Grossman. <laughs> that's one name Yeesh. I wish... When, that's where the weird bad association comes yeah. from. Uh, Stroker? Bad news. <laughs> Bad news. It's a big stroker. Yeah, that's bad news. Uh, Butterfuco. Uh, very, very specific. Very specific. More, I, don't, I don't want it though. Morehead. That goes with great head. Same thing. Like no, thank you. No, thank you. But at least Morehead. Like. So where are we at? Which is the what do you what do you what are you still landing on? Is the worst. But, one? I think so, but, but, but Ram. But Ram is take but, the cake. All yeah. right. Well, we're, we got great, a couple with more. Great head on the podium. Uh, Manson, which I'm sure you would love. You would like good. Call me Ben Manson. I'm good, good with that. that. That's cool. It's interesting. Uh, Bush. Uh, I'm good with that. Dinkle? Dinkle. I think I'm pretty sure that was the clown that wrestled in WWF, so that's, that's cool, too. Doink, isn't it? Doink and dink. <laughs> I think it was two, one was a midget. Ho? Ho? Ben Ho? That's probably very, I mean, Dangle. that's probably. Dangle? Ben Dangle? I, I could work around that. I could work <laughs> around that still. And Pew. Pew. P-U-G-H. Like an Pew. Pew. So we're gonna we're gonna you you were gonna say you'd I mean, rather butt, butt ram is by far and away like the absolute I don't know, winner. dude. For sure, dude. Butt ram. <laughs> Who's gonna ever like? How do you play that off? Let, okay, can't. so now we we we've, we've chosen butt ram as the worst last name. So to any butt rams out there, we feel terrible. But what? I'll send you. A how fruit could basket. you? By in all seriousness, with legit ones that you know of, what is the only way you could survive butt ram? What first name would be the only way to make that okay? Gosh, I don't. Is, is I mean, there? there's nothing to take away. Is it worse to be butt ram if you're a girl? You'd have to have a crazy, like, long, complicated first name to distract the attention. You know what I mean? Like Leonidas. Yeah, yeah, like, um, like, uh, yeah, like longer than Theodore. Like Leonidas is good. Uh, maybe Giuseppe. Something that's just like <laughs> Giuseppe take, some, butt ram. Something that just takes the attention. That's so weird. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. What was it worse for a girl to be butt ram or a boy? Boy. You think always, yeah. Any kind of butt play connotation is worse for a boy. It's just, it's just harder in junior high school. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I Google. That's what you Google. Well, one of us bettered themselves, okay, and the other one. Maybe we ought to do a reoccurring uh, bit where we we decide to go down a Google wormhole and we what, Google something Google? interesting. What'd you Google? That's what I Googled. Worst surnames. Yeah. Well, oh, you're that saying that? Be that name. Name. Yeah, we could gotcha. do a what'd you Google bit. So yeah, I don't know. I am. Uh, this week, I'm going to continue to listen to Tony Blower. And don't be surprised if I just come with this crazy look at my eye next week and I'm yeah, just ready. You're walking in with your keys between your knuckles. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I walk in this door. I don't know for sure that there's not a killer in here. You don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know right now. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I often thought about waiting at the bottom of the stairs for you one day because you walk down a laissez-faire and just like clubbing you with a two by four. It serves me right. It serves me right. You know what? I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't do I it. I wouldn't do it again. Right. That'd be the last time I walk a lazy affair. Right? Actually it's like it's like Calvin and Hobbes with the Hobbes attacks. Like you never know. Like like if you just if you're too calm and you don't know where that danger's at, always be aware. If I consider myself aware. a friend, a mentor, a big brother, mm. I would have to hit you with a two by four in the head at least some kind of weapon. Yeah. Something to do damage. 
That makes that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. If me. I see you continuing to mess up, I have to step in and, and, and near mortally wound you in order to make sure that you don't make that mistake again. Without 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 pain there could be no growth. Mm-hmm. True. Makes a lot of sense. Pain is just weakness leaving the body. I appreciate we all it. Know I that. appreciate it in advance. <laughs> all right. Thanks ahead of time. Okay. I don't know if you I don't know if you um checked out I don't really know how to do Facebook yet as we talked about, but I did do a little bit of Twitter this week. I rediscovered Gremlins. Yeah, I saw that. What do you mean yeah. you rediscovered? It was on one of those things. You, the, uh, the... I mean, I mean, my son discovered Gremlins for the first time, and he loved it so much. He watched the first one, and he just he's loved it. He just wanted to keep watching it. And so I said, you know, there's a Gremlins too, which which I shouldn't have done. That was not <laughs> nice of me to do to him. But he's five, so he's not going to care how crappy of a movie it is. Is it because you saw me on Twitter talking about Phoebe Cates a couple weeks ago? Were you? Yeah. No. I was listing the hottest chicks of the 80s. I like the five hottest chicks. Oh, I do remember you did that. Maybe it was subconscious, but I don't think so. Dude, Phoebe Cates is good great. Her hair looks like it smells like strawberries. And it's so soft. It looks like it changes berries from time to time. Like, oh, you want blueberry today? Phoebe Cates. But it looks like it smells delicious. It's amazing. (laughs) Well, I remember um, watching Drop Dead Fred as a kid. That was like, I missed Fast Times original. I had to go back and relive that, which is mm-hmm. sad. Uh, I didn't miss Drop Dead Fred. I watched that tons of time, not realizing how good-looking Phoebe Cates was. I mean, I sort of knew. I was like an eight-year-old. Right. I caught on. But when I went back, I really realized You it. didn't know what she was capable of. Dude. That's like no. Jennifer Jason Lee in the 80s. Yeah. 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 That's it exactly. So I went back to watch Gremlins, and, uh, and, and I realized, well, my first thought was like, I... Really, really, really liked the first Gremlins, but it is so like silly, and 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 I was going, could a movie like this get made today? You know, a movie that's not like. Here's the thing: like the first Gremlin, after they pop out of their shells and whatnot, the first Gremlin is hanging out in the kitchen, and the mom shoves it into the mixer, mm-hmm. like the blender, blends it, blood goes everywhere. The second one is hanging out. She stabs it right down the center mass with a big butcher knife and she ends up throwing the other one in a microwave. Problem solved. But that's some serious violence, right? That's pretty hardcore. It's a gremlin, but mm-hmm. but there's no like silliness about it. It's like, hey, there's this gremlin. I'm going to stab it to death. Then cut scene to one of them dressed up like a girl and they're playing poker. You know what I mean? They're, <laughs> right. they're, they're dressed up like old, old blues men in the bar mm-hmm. and they're... They're yelling at Phoebe Cates saying they want more beer because mm-hmm. they like beer and popcorn and all that. It's so silly. Like, it, it can't decide. What, like, is it a scary movie or is it a silly movie? And it's like, why can't it be both? But I was watching and I go, I don't think this could happen, like, today. Well, we just watched. We watched Grumblings 1 about a month ago. My kids saw it for the first time. I think my son saw it for the second time, but my daughter saw it for the first time. And me and my wife just were ripping it apart like what a piece of crap movie it is yeah. like, I was I was I, I was like physically I if you took a picture of me you could see how irritated <laughs> I was I was just like did, did, like wh- why it's it was insulting yeah, it was like, the why? point where it was insulting like, like if if we did the um hey my classics and I had never seen gremlins and watched it I would probably crap all over it like if I wasn't there to enjoy the first time well my thing is is you know you bring this thing home and you you give it to well, first of all why is Billy hanging out with this little boy up in his room? Which, oh, Corey right, Feldman? Yeah, which are like right away, I was like, this is probably why Corey Feldman's weird now. Yeah. But he's like, you're 23, I'm 15, let's kick it. Yeah, and the parents were cool with it, and he wanted to hang out with them. And he's like, in between trying to hop on Phoebe Cates, I'll read comics with you. That's strange. <laughs> very odd. That's very super odd. strange. Uh, there are so many things in this, like... There, there's just so many, so many stupid. But the guy's like, "Here's these rules: do not do this. These are super important." The old, the old Asian fella, and the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it." And then he ends up giving it, he ends up giving it to his kid, and he's like, "Hey, there's these super important rules. Uh, Make sure you don't do A. Make sure you don't do B. uh, Make sure you don't feed him after midnight." And he gives Billy the rules, and Billy's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, got it. Basically, I'll try kind of hard not to." They don't take it seriously at all. They just don't. They don't give it remotely the respect that it that it deserves. Well, I feel like you know, Gizmo, right? He's he's the most responsible of the Mogwai. So he right he's away the only he's good like, one. They're well, all creeps except him. But so the water makes them multiply, right? Yeah. So they get to just the, the kid comes over, knocks a little water on. Uh, Corey Feldman knocks a little water over. Then you know they. I think one turns into maybe six. Yeah, it turns them into popples. And then every other one is a total butthole, right? So they they cut the the wire on the so. 
if these Mogwai have never been gremlins before, <laughs> right? They, they all came from, yeah. from uh, what's his name? Uh, Gizmo. They all came from Gizmo. I call him Giz. They don't know what the rule is for them to change into these other things because they were just born. It's like original sin. So how sin. would they know to go cut the... How would they even know Billy wakes up to an alarm clock or what an alarm clock is? Well, and also... The why, whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> well, since you're going down that thread, why would they want to become gremlins? Don't they like being Mogwais? It's kind of cool, right? Kind of nice? Well, here's the thing. If you're a Mogwai, no one wants to kill you. If you're you a Mogwai, live a great life. You get to cuddle in bed uh, with Billy and Corey Feldman. Who doesn't want to do that? Especially in the 80s. Especially in the 80s. So in, they're in they're a so sweet anxious. loft bedroom. They're so anxious to be bad guys. And how come, and how come Gizmo's... Held on, the... You probably could have moved in with Phoebe Cates. She would have taken one of them for sure. So dumb. They're so dumb. So, yeah, why would they want to become gremlins? Also, I guess because it's more fun. You get to like... Uh, you get to go to the movie theater. You get to you get to throw beer mugs. That's pretty fun. But Mr. Futterman's also talking about how the gremlins took down all these ships and or planes in Vietnam. And, oh, he's so mad. But the the, the thing is, no, I never heard of it. Nobody in the real world in this movie has, has heard that that's a thing. So no, I don't understand. Tale. So if, if there were so many gremlins running rampant, who and Billy wasn't there to kill them, who did? Where did they go? Yeah. And how do they all get reduced to one Mogwai, which is Gizmo? Is that the first time that's ever like this? This movie's dumb. Yeah, it's about but, as bad as Garbage Pal Kids. But I like it. But I like it anyway. But it is bad. But how come he's the only good Mogwai? Like, I get it if you're a gremlin, you're bad, you want to cause trouble. But they're all the other, like you said, all the other little mogwais are buttholes. Like, not one of them is like, hey, you guys, uh, Giz- Gizmo's bringing up a lot of good points. We have a good thing going here. Don't forget about Phoebe Cates. She's going to end up sleeping naked eventually, and I want to be there when it happens. Why don't, my thing is, is if, if they're inherently bad, why isn't their first move just strangle Gizmo? Then he can't be there to thwart their plans or you know point yeah. out anything they're doing wrong. He's the only fly in their evil right. ointment. Right. It's the yeah. stupidest kind. They're smart enough to do all this other stuff, but they're not smart enough to take out a mogwai. So even if you can get past that plot point, it's constantly snowing in this movie, but they didn't have the nerve to go anywhere where it was cold. So it's constantly it's constantly fake snowing all over. No snow ever melts. <laughs> well, you never see anyone's breath. How about the old store owner? I mean, does he literally take a belt to the kid who sold the Mogwai out from underneath him? Like when he's like, dude, it wasn't about me making the money. This dude, it didn't even matter how much money this guy had. You understand what you just released on the world. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go get a switch. Yeah, sure. In fact, you go get a switch. You go pick one out <laughs> right. and I'm going to whoop you with it. Right. So yeah, I was mad about all the snow not melting. Um, but I still liked it, and my kids still loved it. But it was so weird how and and sometimes eighties movies did that with boobies too. They would switch yeah, from they, the, they would they would switch from this is a normal movie to oh no no we get naked a lot and then we don't then we do like sometimes because they just had those flashes of nudity in the eighties that didn't seem to matter. You wonder if there was ever an actress in the eighties that went like I just don't see how this moves a story along. Like it was just never a question. No, the director's it was like if you like, want. Here's the thing: you want to be in the movie, or you don't want to be in the movie. Yeah. You got two reasons why I'm putting you in this film. And 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 I have heard, and I don't quote me on this, that that actually Eric Stoles. Do you know they actually made Back to the Future with Eric Stoles, and then they reshot it. They had to take him out, and they reshot it with uh, Michael J. Fox. I didn't know that. Yeah, really? it's true. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's, and it's because he refused to show his breasts. <laughs> no, but it's, I, it's true. Hand to God. They shot, I don't know if they shot the whole thing, but they did a bunch of it with him. And then they decided like, this dude does not, he does not have the personality for this movie. Yeah. So they read, like, look at his face. Go back he looks terrible. <laughs> that wasn't his real face. Well, yeah, but he, I know but he wasn't born. Well, he was born that way. He has like a <sighs> elephant. Type. Remember he loved oh. collecting baseball cards. They're like this guy does not, not a good fit. It's not a good fit at all. Well, and Cher doesn't belong in this movie at all. Maybe we'll talk about Matt. You know what? What? My brother actually told me to have you see a movie. And I forget what it was. Oh, it was the one I asked you, I told you not to see because I didn't want you to break my heart Oh, last week. I forget oh, what it was. Oh, God. About a guy in a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. My bodyguard. Yeah. I need you to watch it. pseudo I think that's got to be the next movie. Ton of bikes. I think it's got to be the next movie. All right. I'll watch it. All right. Well, that is episode 151 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you later.
live here.